You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Lee Shah. We're talking about a show at Yee Gallery from last year. Lee, thanks so much for being with me today. So glad to be here. Lee, we're talking in February 8th and February of 2023, and you're in France now, correct? Yes, I'm in France, in, Normandy. In, ah, and, and how is it there? I just It sounds like a wonderful time to be there. How is it in France? Uh, well, I made my I made my uh, art study here. I graduated uh, in 2020, and my art school is just in this city, Huang, in Normandy. So I stayed here until uh, now, after my graduation. And do you yes. like being an artist there? Yeah, I know you went to the Sorbonne, and, and do you like um, being an artist in France? I know this isn't where you're used to being, but do you like it there, as being an artist? Yeah, I like to be here. Um, in fact, I think the place where I stay doesn't matter, but the thing is I, I love to be a stranger. I, love, uh, I always love to be somewhere else. So that's why I came here in France to to uh, study art and be an artist. And you know, as a stranger, you can always um, look, uh, how to say, to discover things in a stranger's way. So uh, that's it. That is quite interesting for me. I like that. Yeah, that 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 sounds interesting for. For an artist who who wants to to learn more and discover more, you know, like New York City, um, France, and I imagine mm-hmm. Normandy is a wonderful place to be. I want to talk about the show that you had last mm-hmm. September at um, Yi Gallery and to go through a few of the works because you're you had different mediums in here, right? It wasn't all yes. uh, work on paper, but let's let's begin with one that was work on paper. It was it's the image. Uh, Lovers, and this is watercolor on paper from 2021, and I, I really love this piece. It's it's two ears together, but it almost looks like one person. Can can you tell me yeah. a little bit about this? It looks like communication, of course, listening. But uh, I guess there's a lot of associations here because it looks like they're joined as well. Yes, that's uh, what I wanted to do. Well, it was. Uh, 14 February this year, 2021, and in this day I thought, well, I want to draw something uh, uh, to do with uh, the Valentine's Day. So this image just came up in my in my mind. I and I tried to paint it. So uh, it's two years. We can see it's uh, it's a lover's years. The they have to say they touch each other, and there's a sense of uh, you know romance maybe. And I I love this kind of uh, way of compose images. You know I I just show a part of something, and I want people to imagine the rest of uh, of the image of the 
uh, how to say the uh, the story. Yes. Yeah, I, I immediately projected into there that that listening is such an important part of 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 a relationship of lovers that it's that it's about not just hearing each other but but listening and um, yeah I, I, that was my association and I I really I love that piece and and there was a number of so in this work there's um, there's glazed stoneware ceramic works and there's also oil on canvas we were talking just now of course about a work that was on paper watercolor um, yes. Some of the watercolors were also mounted on, on wood panel there. And to talk a little bit more about the figurative works, um, there was another word called Lilu Oya. And this was um, another um, very I close image. My, uh, sorry, I think this is my artist's name, Lilu Oya. Uh, there must be a title. Um, uh, yeah, that one was... Um, it was watercolor on paper, and it was a kind of um, an exclamation mark in 2001. You see, a, you see an eye very close up with all its lashes and what looks like almost a moon yes. in the background. Yes. So you're and, talking and, and about. And this, uh, this is. Yeah. You're talking about eye yeah. contact. Yeah, I think that is the image. Eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So this relates to the last image a little bit, doesn't it? Um, we were looking at ears before, and now this is eyes. This feels like it's about, you know, a kind of connection or how how we absorb, you know, the the world that we're in. I mean, again, that's my reading of it. But mm-hmm. these are the these are some of the few figurative works in the show for you. Is it? Similar to the last one we were talking about, or is this something? Is this something else happening here? Because of course it's just we're looking at a person here, a, a full figure almost. Mm, yes, I think I I painted a lot of uh, scene of lovers. So uh, well, instead of you know, put uh, two mouth together, a kiss together, I, I try to capture other things like the ears and the eye, mm. eyelashes, now together, I think it's, it's more interesting because it's not so, how to say, clear, we can uh, imagine with, a, uh, with a not so clear images. Like the ears, uh, in fact, I didn't think about here, 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 something. It's just uh, I imagine a couple uh, sleep together and their ears will touch each, each other. That's just that. But yeah, some, someone told me it's like, yeah, uh, you know, a couple need to hear each other to understand each other. I like this kind of feedback, which I didn't thought about when I created this work. And the eyelashes, uh, this work is oil painting. And, uh, well, I, I think it's quite beautiful. Uh, Cecilia, uh, which is the owner of eGallery, told me in English, we can also describe it as butterfly kiss. I think it's so beautiful, this expression. 
and well I this painting I use two different colors for the for the skin of these two people and because I think you know my city is Chongqing in China and in my city there are two rivers melted meet together and the two rivers their colors are different you know I think well I put the this uh, reference into my uh, this painting I think it is quite how to say it's quite sexy for me you know and it's a uh, it's a it can refer to me to uh, uh, where I come from well uh, I like that there's so many associations yeah I know the butterfly mm -hmm. kiss too that was something that I learned you know uh, as a child growing up with my parents that's that was it was kind of uh -huh. funny it sort of tickles but it's a very beautiful idea, this idea of an eye being, two eyes being so close that the, that the lashes um, are, are, are in contact as, as we blink our eyes, right? Was, was that something you didn't know yeah. before the gallery owner mentioned that? Because, yeah, the, the, the title is Eye Contact or Butterfly yeah. Kiss. That, that was something you learned um, in New York or, or recently when you made that painting? That wasn't something you grew up with? Uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't understand. Uh, well, the idea of a butterfly kiss is a is. I'm not yeah. sure if that's kind of uh, an American idea or that's a oh, that's that happens. Well, yeah. uh, in fact, when I when when I paint, I you know the title always came after I finished the painting. So I didn't think about the the title, about but after it's finished, uh, I think it can be eye contact. And Cecilia told me a butterfly kiss, so we uh, put it together. Um, and also, I think what he, what's interesting is when I painted, you know, what I want to capture is also the feeling. You know, when the eyelashes meet each other, it would be a little bit itchy, and it, it would be a little bit uncomfortable. So I, I love to put this, uh, how to say, uncomfortable thing with the comfortable thing together so it won't be just you know the other lovers just about love but also the itchy things uncomfortable things i like that and and there's a different kind of work in here too to talk about the the stoneware the ceramic work um i'd like yes. to begin with a list there was um there's a grocery list in here which, which you know, for me makes me smile. I think it has a sense of, of humor. I think some a number of these works do. But to talk about mm -hmm. the grocery list first, which which is exactly that. There's things on there like coffee. It's in. It looks like it's all in French, and yeah. um, and it's your hand holding it, and it looks almost like it's written with pen. And and we don't usually see these things in glazed mm -hmm. ceramic work. Um, this seems like it may lead into the other sculptures that I'd like to talk about, the bread series. But mm -hmm. let's talk about this one. This is this is almost like a, a diary, this particular piece, right? Yes. Well, this year I, I tried to paint with uh, ceramic. You know, I, I tried because, you know, if, when it's three dimension, it changes a little bit. You can manipulated this, this piece 
So I uh, well I try to make things in a little like sculpture, but it's flat. So ceramic is a uh, is a very good material. And the list is uh, well in my daily life I I do list all the time. Each time when I go uh, go go shopping, go grocery shopping, so it inspires me to do a list like this. But uh, well, it's it's all written in French, and these are the the things. Uh, it's a really a list uh, which I will uh, well I I buy in my daily life. But there is just one object is written in Chinese. So it's a sauce, uh, which uh, it's, it's a Chinese sauce, which is very important for Chinese cooking. So I think uh, this is uh, also a, uh, a little humor I, that I want to uh, convey to people. If you come from China, you will understand right away the humor in this list. Yes, I, I I like that. Yeah, that, and there seems to be a sense of humor in the in the other works that are stoneware. So the humor, just so so I understand that that special sauce is um, is something you'd understand if if yeah. you're Chinese or from China, right? You, the other things you would know are are typical. Um, and to me, I don't speak French, but I know these are mushrooms, salad, coffee, mm-hmm. and tea. Um, but the Chinese is, is it's lovely to put in there because that's something that that everyone would understand, right? That's a specific sauce that you're referring to. Is it something that's yeah. very typical, or does it have a certain use that also makes it, um, mm-hmm. you know, so knowable? What kind of sauce is that, if I can ask? Mm-hmm. Um. I think uh, it's also it can also tell who I am. You know, I'm I live in France, and uh, even though I I how to say I have my own character, I have my own habitude. Yes. This for me leads into the the series of bread. There's bread one, two, three, and and this also to me is has a great sense of humor. There's something playful. There's something sensual about it, um, you know, because it's, we're not just looking at a slice of bread or a loaf mm-hmm. of bread. We're looking at a piece of bread that's cut in a way that I've never seen bread cut before, right? It's, it's, unless this is something traditional somewhere, I've never seen that. Um, so let's talk about, yeah, the bread, the bread series because these almost look like, have a number of associations. They could look like body parts. But at the same time, yeah. they also look like like bodies moving, stretching. There's something playful. The idea of sort of playing with your food. Um, I love these. I really love these. Um, yeah, let's let's talk about this because this is a a series that obviously excited you as well because you kept making them. Uh, yes. Uh, well, this uh, series is. I was inspired with my, uh, you know, every morning I will, I will, uh, how to say, make bread, and I saw the bread comes out of the bread heater. We say that in English, um, 
And if I feel like I feel like the bread is like running away, <laughs> you know, when when it comes out of the uh, of the machine. So I was inspired of uh, of that moment, and I think uh, it's quite magical. I just cast the bread in in the in the middle, and it will look like a person. Uh, it, it will. You can many. Uh, you can how to say. You can make different positions of of this of the thing, and it can uh, it can uh, make you feel like it's or uh, like it's a bread is is resting. The this bread is running. This bread is uh, is sitting. So uh, I saw it's it's quite curious when you. Uh, uh, add a little bit imaginary things into daily uh, the daily other things in our daily life. Yes, I like that, and and you obviously got excited by that because this is something that it's it's a way of working that you could do every single day. So um, in the in the mornings or when you're you're cutting bread, is this something? Is this part of the process? Because the bread is almost like the drawing, right? You're you're casting these, or no, you're not casting these, but you're making these um, out of out of ceramic. And you know, are they? But but since they look exactly like bread slices, is it that mm-hmm. they come from the playfulness of literally playing with the bread, of of moving it around, and then that's transferred to the form, or is it the other way? Is it that you're Using the ceramic forms like a bread, cutting it and then and then playing with it, you know, because it looks so much like bread. I'm just wondering yeah. how much of that comes right from the playing with actual bread itself. Yes. Uh, well, for the scu- little sculptures, I I thought it should be looks like exactly uh, bread, and just you know a little cut, it can be something else. We feel like it's it's. Uh, a person. Uh, it has some personality. I like that. It does have yeah. a personality, and it also has a sense of humor, right? There's something yeah. fun and, and, and funny about that, which which is so nice to see, you know, both the playing with food and the, and the forms feel almost like somebody stretching, like it's yoga or something like that. Yes, the, the size is exactly like the like the breath, so uh, we can play with it. We can, you know, uh, it's not just. I think what is interesting for the culture is you can play with it. You can manipulate it. We say that in English. This word, you can, you know, use your fingers. You can touch it. You can. So that's what paintings can do. Yeah. So uh, that's why I'm fascinated by uh, making ceramic works. That's so true. Yeah. There's two more works that I want to talk about that that are also different from um, the paintings in watercolors, and then there's this bread series that we're just discussing now, mm-hmm. and then there's two others. One is balloon blanc, um, which is a, a white balloon, right? But it's it's between two legs, which also has a sense of of humor. It looks like uh, they're squeezing the balloon, uh, you know, as a as opposed to kicking it. But this also feels Playful and at the same time, un- unlike the bread, there's a an almost surrealistic quality to it. Like what's happening here? You know, it's it's again, it has a a sense of humor, but um, 
but something else is is again happening as a, as opposed to the breadwork which it has a relationship to this is this is telling a little bit of a story and um the nail polish is the same as the color of the balloon uh let's talk about this because this one is quite a bit different right this has a a different kind of a, a feeling it's playful like the bread but but for the first time we're working with a, a figure here Yes, uh, well, this balloon, uh, balloon blanc is a work uh, which I did in 2018. Uh, in this time, I have a, I have say, um, I, I, I have a project in the abandoned hospital, psychological hospital. So uh, it was quite interesting because we. Uh, in you know in the abandoned hospital it's quite horrible. So I had a lot of uh, horrible imaginations here, and so this time I I try to make something abstract. Uh, make some uh, how to say I wanted to uh, make uh, something real to present the the abstract feeling of fear. Because uh, when we say I'm, I, I have a fear, I, I, I'm, I fear of something. It, the, the feeling is quite uh, abstract. So I, I try to find the form. I try to uh, find the form uh, for this fear. So I use the balloon, uh, white balloon. So white is the color of the ghost, right? And and balloon is something that uh, gives me a little bit um, anxiety. You know, it, it it has some tension in it. So I use this this form, and um, you know, I, I found it quite interesting. Sometimes I make words is for is to concrete something abstract in my mind. And once the 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 thing is become has become uh, concrete, uh, like this. This works. The balloon blanc. The fear has disappeared. You know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting, right? As a as a way of drawing the fear out. Um, the last one I, w- I want to mention is the one girl reading. This is perhaps yeah. the, one of the earliest works in the show. Uh, you are in school. Uh-huh. Uh, this also has an almost surrealist feeling to it. It's um, yes. it's a head, a figure looking at a book, but the book also seems to be over her eyes at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, which also seems to tell a bit of a story. But it seems almost like she's falling into the book, or or the opposite that the book is is being absorbed in some way. Yes. Uh, well, I uh, this work, I think. Uh, I wanted to say, you know, like uh, I really love reading, and sometimes I feel it's uh, somewhere for me very comfortable when I when I read. the The book uh, has a word inside. I sometimes I need to. It's like a refugee place for me. So, but uh, sometimes it can make me blind. You know, I'm so uh, uh, I say t- uh, too much time reading, and I. I can be blind. Yes. I like that. Um, I love talking about your work. It's beautiful work. And for people who want to see more, they can, of course, use the links here or 
go to the gallery. I, I want to ask you one more question that's off topic. I'm always curious, mm-hmm. uh, what, you're, what are you reading now? Well, now I'm reading uh, two books. Uh, I love reading some books in the same time. One is a Chinese writer I love so much. Uh, his name is Yu Hua. Uh, now I'm reading his first novel, uh, released in 1992. And, well, it's about the memory of a uh, young people. And I think what is very interesting uh, with Yu Hua is he can also give a sense of, uh, always give a sense of humor for for things which, uh, like miserable memories, uh, like uh, miserable lives. So I really love his ways of uh, expressing things. And another book I read is Good Pop, Bad Pop of Jarvis Cocker, which is a uh, music group that I, I love. And in this book, we can we can find uh, Jarvis Cocker show a lot of very detailed objects in his uh, in his how to say flat in his loft. And I think uh, there is a co- uh, something uh, in common which I. Uh, is my attitude for for my art is well uh, you know through the details we can maybe see better things like Jarvis Cocker you know he he didn't uh, tell anything write wrote anything about himself but through uh, what he showed us with the pictures of each object. Uh, we can find in in his loft. We can we can have to construct in our mind a figure or, or a character of who is Jarvis Cocker. So that I think that's quite interesting. Yes. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And Lee, I want to thank you for talking to me today. It's really been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.